Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. From WR Pettis, CD, Pettis, 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 James Magnuson, Steve O'Keefe, and Jaleesa Abs. What an upset this was. I can't, I don't know what to make of the Eels. I mean, they lose to the Tigers a few weeks ago, and now they're beating the Panthers. Mm, I was super impressed by the Eels. They just absorbed so much pressure throughout that game. Panthers were rushing off their line, absolutely smashing them. They couldn't get out of their own half, but they just found a way. Um, and, and like I said earlier, for mine now, they've properly thrown their hat in the ring for. Premiership contenders, uh, you know, I'm I'm on the Eels train for sure. It's just hard to follow, isn't it, Julissa? Like you said, you know, they had that one point loss to the Tigers, the Tigers at yeah, home, yeah. and you're thinking like, geez, are they going to be a top four contender when you're losing to the Tigers, given mm. that was their first win in so long? Then they went away and they dusted the Knights, you know, 38 to two, and then get beaten again. Get pumped get by the Cowboys, the Cowboys yeah. which, which was their own home game up north, which it, it didn't seem like it. There was more Cowboys fans up there than... I think the humidity had a lot to do well, with it. Well, it's yeah. hard to travel. You can't underestimate when your team's got to get on the road and go all the way up there for a home game in completely foreign conditions, which would have seemed a little bit different for the Cowboys. And then they come back and they put on what was a finals-worthy mm. you know, performance. Dylan Brown back in the six. Defend, I think Isaiah Papali, he'll probably go unnoticed, but I think he had his numbers were something incredible 180 run meters, 48 tackles, three yep. tackle busts, yep. line breaks. Like his numbers were just 
outstanding. So, you know, that's the potential of that side. And not only mm. was it a great performance, it knocked off Penrith's, what was it? It would have been 21 20 wins. 20-something runs, wins yeah. in a row at home, yeah. Which is just, I don't think they've heard of such a win streak since the, the, the Dragons back in the, the Halcyon days uh, in the, you know, the 60s and 70s. So would you say that was the game of the year so far? Mm. Well, to do it in at Panther, to do it in front of their Panthers home ground. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. Yeah. I, I, I said it on yesterday's show, but I think that was a good game for the Panthers to lose. Remember last year when the storm went on that huge winning streak and they didn't lose a game until that, that major semi. Yeah, I think sometimes coming, the pressure you? just builds and builds and mm. builds, and it's almost like you do a loss. Mm. They had Ivan Cleary miss the game due to COVID. So Cleary can go, I'm still unbeaten this <laughs> year <laughs> as a coach. I, Ivan missed because he had an infection in his knee. Oh, okay. So he was so his um at his coach uh, press conference when was it? Must have been Friday. He was hobbling. Yeah, like okay. Because I noticed Seraldo wasn't there either. No, I think he missed because of COVID. Okay. Um, but he was hobbling. He could barely move. Yeah. And he said he just had an injection in, but now he's actually got an infection. Ah, uh, okay. In the knee, so. Yeah. So um, not a bad one for Panthers to lose, I think, and that'll sort of wake them up before the the Storm game this weekend. Yeah. Uh, it really was those tries um, to Madison and Dylan Brown that mm. um, sealed the win. And Dylan, there was no doubt Dylan Brown looked uh, much better back in, and the Eels looked a lot better with him back in the halves. I mm. found the criticism of Jake Arthur incredibly frustrating during the week when people were saying it was nepotism. If anything, it was the opposite. Brad Arthur was looking at that side going, I can't put Jake in the centres. He's not good enough. Yeah. So we're, I, I'm going to have to move Dylan who can do it. it wasn't, there was no nepotism there at all. That was no, I think, yeah, the the fact that it was the, the, the coach's son just didn't help the situation. But He just we, didn't have enough people. And yeah. Opacek, Opacek comes out and he's straight out of the side. Yeah, and Dylan Brown at 5'8", he, like, he's got to stay there at all costs. He's so good at 5'8". He's really come of age this year. The other one that's a funny one for me is uh, Ryan Madison coming off the bench. I think Ryan Madison is... He needs to play more minutes. Oh, he's so good. He, he, I think he ran for over 200 metres again on the weekend off the bench, scored an awesome try. Um I don't know why Brad Arthur prefers him off the bench, but I'd have a starting back row of Papali'i and, and Ryan Madison with Nathan Brown at lock. For mine, that is a first-class uh, back row. But I don't know, maybe Sean Lane's got some got some goss on Brad Arthur. He's blackmailing him or something. I don't get that selection. Jonathan Thurston had a bit to say at the halftime on Nine's Friday Night Football. Let's take a listen to his spray. The knock-on that I believe down here that the referees missed. You can't let them go. Here it like is. This, here it is. Oh, goodness. No. There's two, two touch judges, a referee and a bunker. No. We cannot be missing that in big games. I'll tell you what. It cannot happen. You can understand why Brad Arthur was fuming in the tunnels yeah. at halftime. Oh, kick out. It knew it too. Happen. You can see the look on kick out's face. <laughs> going. Right. <laughs> this is the NRL. Yeah, you tell I'm better than that. It can't happen. Was that Todd Payton <laughs> or Jonathan Thurston? I mean, in the end, it didn't have much of an effect on the game. But um, yeah, I mean, it was certainly the right. Oh, one. that was a howler. That yeah. was a howler. But but you know what? I almost rathered that they just kept playing on rather than the bunker come in three plays later and call it back. It, it let the game flow. But that was an absolute howler.
But it is. And I said this, I had this comment last week, that they're just not going to be perfect and even the bunker's not. And the expectation is that they are perfect because they do get all the, you know, the, the feedback and the different looks at it. I just think you've got to drop the expectation that these are humans, even with replays, are going to make mistakes. Mm. It's, it's, it's cold comfort when your team gets done, i.e. Ricky Stewart and the Raiders, you know, with, the, with Matt Lodge going down with, a, you know, basically faking it. Um, so, yeah. you know, you can understand the frustration as a punter and as a player, but it is part of the game and that's just, you just got to get on with it. You know who gets a, it seems like a free pass in the officiating world? Mm. The touch judges. Yeah. We never talk about them. No, there was a touch don't. judge. Right. There was a touch judge right there looking at that kick out thing. Yeah. And we've never even spoke about it. We went straight to, oh, who was the ref? The ref should get dropped. Who yeah. was, who was in the video ref's box? So like, the touch judges, they don't have a lot to look for, right? And so when someone drops the ball in front of you, it's it's a pretty big blunder. But we, yeah, I don't they know. They did we have a lot more them. involvement with forward passes, and then they got a couple that were dicey and were wrong. And then it's almost like they just they, they just pretend, off. yeah, they just said, right, we're not even gonna gonna go there. And we're yeah. sort of like like a say a cricket euphemism, like a wicket keeper does their best job when they go unnoticed. So yeah. it's like if they're not talking about the touchies, then yeah. the touchies must well, be having a good game. But what we're finding at the moment is yeah. same with the Crichton one, with you know, the knock on against the doggies last week. Is like they're they're two meters away. Mm. You know, I think one of the biggest roles of the touch judge, right, used to be looking at going touching goal when someone was scoring a try. Mm. Now we've got the video ref. They don't even really need to do that. Yeah. They just go, oh, I think it was a try. We'll send it upstairs anyway. So that their involvement in the game is minimal. More redundant than it's ever yeah. been, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I, I thought that it was more on the touchy to call that knock on from Kikia, but we're not really speaking about it. Hey, the New South Wales government wants to bulldoze, bulldoze Penrith Paceway to build yes. a new Penrith Stadium. I have found this whole, um, particularly the grand final um, dance around mm. moving it to Queensland, just so funny because I think Buzz Rothfield pointed out on NRL 360, mm. New South Wales government loves this chat because then next yes. year when there's election on, they can go, well, we had to put all this money into stadiums. Nobody get mad about that because we're going to lose a grand final. Yeah, Stuart is. They, 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 they actually yeah. quietly want that you know, conversation being held out in the public arena for that, mm. for that exact reason. So that what they're looking to knock over the paceway. What's the paceway? There. That's the Trotters. Yeah, Trotters. Trotters. It's, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So knock that over. They can then continue to play games at home whilst mm. built a new high state of the art facility. That's sort of resembling what Parramatta have okay. at the moment. Um, yeah. But it's going to be that, you know, the cost is astronomically huge. Now you try and get that past the average citizen. 50 million. Yeah, you know, when stadium would cost 450. 50. So then you've got teachers who want a 2% pay rise while inflation's at 6%, but now we can just spend 500 million on another stadium out yeah. west. So it's, I don't know if you're going to get that past the think, average Joe who's. I think part of the allure of Panthers at the moment and, and that stadium, right, is that the tickets are numbered and they keep selling out. So everyone's trying to get tickets to, to the Panthers stadium. If it's bigger and there's unlimited tickets, it might not have the same urgency to, to get there. Mm. After the break, we wrap the round nine chat and look ahead to the Storm and Dragons. Call 1300 01 1170, text 0457 736 736. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.